Don't be a stupid bitch. Oh, God. Hello? Yes, y'all law infidels. Special declassified channel attitude Friday locker room transmission. That's right. It's not an Amber Alert, it's a Strangler Alert with Hacker Hameen ready to put you in the chokehold, infidels, and break down all the week's hot headlines, the numbers, the injuries, and the inside stooge report here on the Friday Veteran Locker Room, remonetized on YouTube. So get your super stickers and send them out or get a $5 face slap, infidels, here. HMG FLR, y'all law. I cut off July on the fire. Yeah, we've come to lie on the fire because we're about to get all that heat uh, and making burn it all down, man. Uh, appreciate Strangler Striz uh, making some time here yesterday. Usually we record, but it was a huge cannabis day yesterday doing that 2CW office work. And I'm uh, super thankful we could get together this morning. Stris, how you doing, pal? Hey, man, my pleasure. I know how days go like that when you're getting your business up and running. Back in uh, 2007, my dad and I were getting our restaurant ready to go, and it was always one hoop mm-hmm. of fire after another. And then while you're jumping through the hoops, they throw the, the flaming chainsaws at you and have them juggle those. Yeah. And you have to throw one of those out, and they give you a bowling ball, and it's just always something else. So it was, it was nuts trying to get it open, man. I know that's... One of the hardest yeah. parts of the, having the business is finally getting those doors open. And it's just, you know, it's not for the uh, the faint of heart. But once you get things going, believe it or not, you'll get it to a point where it feels like you're on cruise control and you get things going the right way. Once mm. you figure out the day to day and, uh, you know, how everything's going to roll out. It's just these first several months of, you know, the, getting the space and signing the lease and all that crap. It's yeah. just one headache after another and doing build outs. I mean, when we were doing ours, we were taking over an older restaurant that had no kitchen equipment they used to have these plug-in frying pans like i don't even understand how they even got like a license to do business but we got us the whole kitchen put 50 grand into the kitchen put in ten thousand extra dollars in electricity so it could actually maintain everything cutting holes through this concrete ceiling to put in our ventilation and our ancillary oh. it was one thing after another it was ridiculous it was, i said to my dad at one point because we had taken over the space in like april come that following september i said to my dad i'm like we're never gonna get this place open it's yeah. just never going to happen. And then one thing after another, then the, the occupancy permit guy wasn't going to show, and then he does, and he doesn't give us our permit. He says, oh, you, I want you to change this one thing, which was a nothing thing. He just did it to bust our balls. He says, right. I'll be back in six weeks. And meanwhile, we're paying, Ugh. you know, uh, we were already paying money on our lease. And uh, yeah. waiting for him to come back, we had fixed the thing. I said, we can get it done in 30 seconds if you want to wait. He said, no, nope, I'll be back. He walked away. So every I don't think I could allow that right now. Like the fact that cannabis has to pay more than taxes than anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking no excuse of like, see you next Tuesday. No, cunt, yeah. you'll fucking get over right. here yeah. tomorrow and we're going to get this done because I, there's no time in bureaucracy. They don't have time isn't money there. You know yeah. what I mean? In business, yeah. every second that goes by, because not only can, like I say, we're climbing five mountains at one time, not only when we, get approved can we start our build out but the minute we get approved i can start working on the farmer's market right. initiative because we'll have a physical location that we can store product at that'll be secure 
and then uh you know the three of us actually we could do three farmers markets at, at the same weekend this is just if stars align but that alone could fill could fund our whole build out so there's sure, so much man. every day riding on this that and the other man and you can almost see the finish line to like i don't even say the finish line this you can almost see the starting line but as soon as that happens like you said not necessarily even getting it on cruise control, but uh, once we're up and running, we can have up to three spots on our license. And mm -hmm. I see kind of the model of this farmer's market being quick cash coming in. I'll turn around and find another spot and just keep going until all three spots are built out and really not settle in until that's happening. And they can all be running up mm -hmm. and running by themselves instead of like let's wait a year and then we'll open another one right, right, as right. soon Straight as we're going i'm starting on the next one dude you know so it's it's gonna be a crazy crazy uh five years ahead i'm very yeah. excited about it um i just haven't ever had to go through what you've had to in, in opening a physical brick and mortar storefront you know yeah. down here in the missile silo uh it's a different one-man shop where this is going to be a lot, a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, we well, do you'll be glad in the long run. And, you know, it's, it's all frustration now, and you're pulling out your beard. You know what I mean? But mm. you know, six months into running the business, you'd be like, "Oh, what are we so worried about?" <laughs> you get the money coming in, you get the yeah. good business going. You get, like I said, you get all your aces in their places, and you'll be mm. chugging along just good. You know, the product great. sells itself, thankfully. It's not something right. I gotta convince you like a car salesman to come in and buy. Right. I'll have my upsells. That's what I'm. It'd be fucking great return great business at, too. Always, you know? All I would yeah. say is, is just uh, just kill them on um, per, you know kindness with uh, great personalities and mm -hmm. you know that stuff really does make a big difference when people are coming in. I, I used to tell my girls, I want this place to be like Cheers, where everybody knows your name. You get to know yeah. that your customers' names, and you get to know their drink orders. Boom, you got them for life. So if you come in yeah. to a restaurant and they're like, hey, Ben, Steve, uh, uh, decaf and a regular, right? Yep. Right. You know, or, yeah, sure thing, Tina. You know, same, you know, you have them forever. Well, the bud so tenders, that's important. Them. That's important yeah. because, uh, you know, strains change. So the bud tenders are kind of the first connoisseurs to be able to sell that product and not just on packaging alone. So that's what a lot of uh, farmers will do is come and cultivators and processors and give you free products so they can try it. So like any wine sommelier, you know, you're going to be mm -hmm. able to, Oh, I, you got that last time you got the, you know, whatever, uh, sour diesel, right. you're definitely going to like the Skittles, uh, you know, very similar. Right. So, right. And they can be able to tell you how yeah. to describe this to a, to a, somebody who maybe exactly. never tried it before, but you think, oh, this guy's going to love this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be different from soccer moms, the old stoners, the hip hop kids, right. the fucking, yeah. you know, you know, the businessmen on the kayfabe, uh, uh, morning contractors. There's a Harbor yep. freight right yep. next door, <laughs> you know, so yep. uh, we're going to see the, all, all the different all the day types. Are, you know, it's yeah. just going to be an endless line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll, in the house right now uh definitely feeling my pain he says you know what's weird mastercard uh is apparently restricting weed transactions like come on bro it's bullshit yeah that, that's just because fdic uh they haven't taken it off schedule one list and there's a lot of local banks here right now not a lot but a couple that are going full that way and there's ach payment which is a, a fuck around and you can take debit and cash but a, a way around that right now is just selling a gift card and they can pay 
credit card for the gift card and then you use the gift card right after. Right, so it's right. a double it takes it's, an extra it's money 40 seconds that's all it is yeah 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 pretty much to get around you know what i mean uh so yeah. uh that they're the only reason why they haven't flipped the switch is because they haven't figured out how to get their 26 percent out of it fucking right. asshole anyway, you know? when so, they do yeah and they will yeah you yeah. got it'll, it'll, you got everyone's it. gonna come around because nobody wants to not take money that's their whole yeah. business model take as much as yeah. they can and give you as little as possible back for it brian baker's in the house so that's why more people in my area instead are going with food truck and food trailer than brick and mortar uh, i would agree with that if you're a, a master chef and breakfast technician like strangler steve is but uh that's actually spelled out in the office of cannabis management in new york state you cannot have any ice cream truck go around and and sell like big worm big perm out the motherfucking yeah. back you know but, what uh, i mean so yeah get back when my wife and i were living in socal uh we were living uh, in palm springs uh we still have the, the property but we haven't lived there since 2001 and uh there'd be a dude who had a little bicycle with the three wheel the two wheels in the front and the one yeah. wheel in the back with the big ice box in the front and he'd sure. ring the bell and he had ice creams and stuff, but he had more than just ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had those push-up pops and he had like the little, you know, the SpongeBob SquarePants popsicle. Right. <laughs> but he had some stuff for the adults in there too. But he, my sure. wife was like, wow, the ice cream guy comes about every day, huh? <laughs> but yeah, he's up and down the street. All flip, the time. Man. He's just out hustling. Everybody yeah. wants their little kids want a sugar fix and fucking, yeah. you know, and the parents want to chill out because their kids hyped up on sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Get so, a couple popsicles, then go sit and watch TV yeah. for a couple hours while you're out back chilling. But I want to say what's up to the HMG chat here. Yeah, for sure. On the Friday locker room, I know there's been uh, issues with logging in the RSS fees. We switch over. Thank you guys for being patient. Send your help desk ticket. I know people are getting things reset the last couple days, and you get all your shows. But I figure, what the hell? Uh, I was a day behind. We might as well do a little value added. Uh, we're remonetized on YouTube. Let's let's go live with the FLR that's usually behind paywall. So, uh, y'all, I hope you guys are uh, up for a good weekend. You're enjoying your summer, hotter than the devil's dick out here. But uh, you know that's. Uh, what july is about when you're shoveling seven feet of snow and exactly you're, you're bitching that it isn't like this so. actually enjoy the uncomfortableness of it because yeah. it's gone but when you blink your eye and it's the middle of september and you get a, your first frost in new york and you're like what the fuck yeah. what happened yeah, yeah i remember living in syracuse being like in the, the second mm -hmm. mood it was the last week of august and my friend's dog's tongue was hanging on the ground and we were all sitting on his couch going oh my god this is unbearable. And two second weekend of September, we got a frost, and we're like, "That's it." That's how she wrote. That's how she wrote. But I have a question about the um, mm -hmm. uh, remonetized uh, YouTube page. Are they doing that for all wrestling? Because it seemed like for I don't know, buddy. I don't. They had all do gotten demonetized because that's a, that could be a huge uh, plus side for somebody who wants to start putting you know live events back up on YouTube for wrestling. Yeah, it's it's interesting because here's the only how it went for me. So I don't know a bigger. Uh, look at it. I saw Luke Radowski from We Are Change had something taken down like any horseman video would be right mm -hmm. and I've been trying to reapply for two years and then they like they kept denying but they wouldn't tell me what it was that they wanted taken out you know and there's horseman shit up there that I you could pick anything you know right. so it's like an innocuous fuck you you stay demonetized we stay in power and you bend but you can have your channel but you're not making shit oh okay i got almost eighteen thousand fucking subs that's mm -hmm. i'm something i'm pretty happy about yeah, that's you know? great so uh that so then i saw luke was like uh hey my video uh got demonetized and you team youtube hit him back with a very 
might've been AI, but seemingly human message. And they put it, they remonetize and he thanked him. I was like, fuck it. Let me take a shot here. I go, mm -hmm. could you take a look at my channel and let me know what needs to happen for me to be remonetized? Because not only did they demonetize you, but like X amount of time ran out. I was like, fuck you. You're not even in the partner program anymore. Like they booted me out for no mm -hmm. whatever. And now there seems to be like, wow, since Bud Light and Target fucked up, we're going to change, <laughs> you know, like right, right. we're not going to put that. That's what I really feel it's about. But I sent them my my channel and uh, they told me just to go back through the process like it was at the beginning. And in, it says it takes a month. In three days, I got approval. So interesting. And we'll see how long that lasts. But uh, to be able to, uh, you know, accept super stickers or go live and like, you know, do some value added stuff. It's it's all about the money. I mean, it's all about the fucking community, really. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but it is um, nice to get a little yeah. bit of a reward at the end of the day for that hard work. Yeah, too. yeah, dude. Uh, just to watch passive income of, you know, that comes yeah. out to you know, it's not nothing that's paying the rent or anything like that. Right. But those so little helps some of those charges yeah. that come along the way when you're doing yeah. things like this. Yeah, you know, I've been always looking at pod, pod ain't free. <laughs> right, exactly you know you gotta you gotta pay for your space so and as long as it helps offset costs and stuff it's a great thing to have yeah interesting it just felt like a little bit of a not a win but a change in the mm -hmm. in the in the whole landscape and i really do believe that the boycotting of bud light and all that shit and the billions lost yeah made 30 billion dollars and just yeah. bud light alone yeah, yeah. costco stopped carrying bud light how crazy is that it's all earned. It. Yeah. I did see. I did see uh, a pretty, a funny uh, reboot of what what Bud Light should do because uh, it's the hottest news in fuck wrestling. Really, is mm. alien invasion cans. It was all changed to green and black, <laughs> yeah. and, and and where they, <laughs> you know, so. Bud Light uh, beam. Scott Woodford with the bits. Frank's pickle barrel ass were. Yeah, <laughs> points. Uh, but yeah, I'll uh, kick in a couple extra for that pod mean Bill. I appreciate that, homie. But I didn't think that was a bad idea because I think Jack Links and other companies are super smart using Sasquatch because you don't got to pay them a fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> and <laughs> right. you don't got to pay aliens anything yet <laughs> to, to use right. their likeness. So, so why yeah. the fuck not? You know what I mean? And, yeah, and everybody exactly. is down with Sasquatch and aliens. <laughs> if you say either right. people's ears, they're, they're with it. So if you're yeah. going to do a little saving campaign, that's, that was an interesting, I've seen them try and what they did something at um, the last pay-per-view with WWE trying to get back into the, I can see the corporate meeting. How do we get back into the mid American dirt bags and da, 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 wrestling right, right. monster yeah. trucks. Nah. But aliens is the fucking way to go. Yeah. I think that, My that idiot a, kid of, loves wrestling. <laughs> right. Right. But the, as soon as they did that, it was still too hot and still too tied to human yeah. stuff. So yeah. they caught blowback even from that. And I think WWE ixnade that shit right away too. Afterwards, mm -hmm. they're like, "We're not going down." Yeah, we don't need. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard enough to make a living with wrestling. You want to put that albatross around our necks? Right, right. So that that was uh, interesting. But you know, on that is my Twitter feed blowing up, Strizzo, with two days ago uh, the. I don't want to get the verbiage wrong, but the public hearing where they were bringing in uh, military experts and uh, firsthand account experts and whistleblowers 
who could say things, but they couldn't say things, you know, yeah. but uh, the things they were saying that non-human entities were recovered, that the biologics, space, biologics that the yeah. spacecraft uh, had no heat signature or exhaust no propulsion, system. propulsion, no wings. Like yeah. these are on record with Congress now and, and just really dancing around it, but still saying what it is. And yeah. much like uh, the horsemen have said many times, nobody gives a fuck. We're still worried about Hunter Biden. That's the thing I thought of. Deal, bro. It's, it's disgusting. Dude, I mean, Stevie Richards has said it how many times? Like, what would it be like when the government finally says there's aliens here and people will lift their heads up from their phones for two seconds and be like, huh, what? And then go right back to yeah. scrolling. He was 100% correct on that. So It's fucked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's nuts. So, and they were even, I was even watching other ones with Defense Minister Paul Hellier saying, naming them, that there's a mantis-looking uh, alien. So that's probably your uh, lizard people, right? He said there's tall grays, small grays, and uh, Nordic whites all on Earth and that have been here working with the government and that the Nordic whites can walk down the street with a hoodie on and you probably won't be able to tell the difference. You'll just think it's a fucking pasty slovakian and fucking right, right, uh, yeah. go right like yeah uh so i mean just and these are words really, we heard years ago with david Icke, yeah. back like 15 years ago now yeah so it's, it's nothing new to the people who have been paying attention but you brought that shit yeah. up you know in 2005 and people go you're such a fucking idiot what do you fucking believe all that shit for yeah i don't understand and then the same people will still never like choke up their pride and be like wow jesus dude you were ahead of the curve on that one they yeah. just go, no, I, I still don't believe it. Like, yeah. the guy could come and take a shit on your front lawn and be like, no, I still don't believe it. I, I refuse to be wrong. Like, people with no humility whatsoever. Like, eh, no, it, no, it, this is this not, this is all fake. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 maddening because really it's their own shit that they can't handle it in their small yeah. their psyche is doing that to to soften the blow you know what I mean yeah. uh, more than more than it is anything else of passing the heat or any thing along those lines man but maybe it was david ike that got me demonetized or john mcafee or <laughs> january january 6th with uh pat militich <laughs> one of those motherfuckers <laughs> right right is getting the heat man but uh a very interesting week i have a feeling it's probably forward. the wolf dude uh, it could be Wolfgang Helbig. Definitely could have, yeah. definitely could have been. Uh, get yeah, yeah, send hook. <laughs> you guys had hook come and work at this show. So. Uh, do you, how long do you think it, until it's the and then people still won't give a fuck? How long till the Chappelle sketch where it's the president and the alien standing right next to him at the fire? Oh yeah, podium? I got to go years. two to two to three years is what I'm when, saying. When when uh, Biden's out of the picture and it, where we've yeah. gone from that, then yeah. You know, it'll be DeSantis standing there with like a fucking avian, you know, big blue bird person. I'm bird person from like, yeah. you know, uh, Rick and Morty standing there. <laughs> like, okay. I, mean, I saw you in my yeah. cartoon like six years well, ago. I, I, not I to put the... forever. Exactly. Not to, not to shit hammer uh, HMG supporters, but consider the source and jo Josh is trashy unless this is uh, JD Love. Uh, consider the source on who is about to tell us about the existence of aliens. I get what you're kind of backhanded comment 
is, oh, it's these guys. But, uh, and, you know, he says a bunch of people have been lying uh, since the dawn of existence. You're not wrong in any of those means. Right. However, well, but, yeah, there's, there's plenty of other sources. I, I just don't go, oh, it's in Congress, bro. We've been on Secure Team 10. We've been, I, <laughs> Dr. Bill Burns, that Stevie and I and, and Triple D went and saw speak and, and had private conversations with. Um, I can't remember the gentleman's name from ancient aliens who passed away, but I also had quite a conversation privately with him. You know, uh, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Uh, behold the pale horse, uh, all that shit, man. So just because it's Buzz on Aldrin, the fucking, like, yeah, we never went to the, moon. yeah, buzz. Yeah. All, yeah. Like this, this isn't about like, Oh, they're in Congress now and saying it that's for your grandparents. Like the shit, we've been on we've been on from john teeter on bro. like yeah. we've been on this fucking point so you know yeah i know i'm not like i'm not trying to shit hammer he says he's just throwing it out there is all and i appreciate that yeah, hey, but that's there. how we can get we can get caught in the water cooler dismissiveness of like oh look who's telling you now yeah we were watching paul hellier 10 years ago when he was stooging off as the defense minister of canada right. they were shutting down nukes while they were just hovering over them so uh you right. know it, it all this really is is like uh sweet vindication for the horse yeah, yeah. <laughs> more than anything you know uh yeah, yeah. Um, but Striz, we got to get, uh, you know, it's aliens, but fuck it. Why not talk about wrestling? Really? <laughs> right. <laughs> they probably um, watch. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, probably. It's, it's American art fucking... form, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on out there in the world, right? It's been on television. There's a goddamn it's UFO on, on SmackDown, pal. There's a goddamn UFO on SmackDown. <laughs> you think the aliens that have been here forever are like, oh, I like the... You know, uh, Danny Hodge way better than today's wrestling. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what if Brock Lesnar is really just one of the Nordics? He's yeah, like, that's right, why right. he's so fucking much better than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I did want to take a look at uh, probably the hottest fucking story of the last 48 hours. Did you happen to watch uh, AEW on Wednesday or no? Yes, I did. In fact, I okay. even watched like, uh, I even watched Impact yesterday. Oh, wow. Great. Jesus, uh, I know. It was a you can, long day. <laughs> I want to say a big shout-out to uh, Michael Jargo and uh, Richard Bronson Vickery getting back together, hooking up that tag team what? as I was on the road yesterday. They they did the Light the Fuse. Did so they I got really? to upload that. Yeah, man. Oh, man, I'd so love to busy. hear that. Please yep, send I'll me send that it link. to you as soon. Yep, as Dude, soon as I get it Dude, those are the uploaded. days back in the Monday locker room days here <laughs> in Jargo go off on people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be plenty to go off on on that show oh, God. Uh, because internet speculation about there being possibly being backstage issues within the, in, within the AEW women's division is seen uh, during July 26th edition shocker. of Dynamite. Britt Baker defeated Taya Valkyrie in a match that received some criticism on social media. Taya ended up commenting on the negative message she received. A fan signed that read, quote, book the women's division better was noticeable yeah. during the Brit versus Taya match. Fans on social media have commented about the women specifically and typically getting one segment per show around 9.15 to 9.30 quarter hour. Independent wrestler Lufisto sent out a following tweet. It's cute how people blame booking for bad women's division, talent with too much power, talent denigrating each other, talent trash-talking potential employees so they never get in as soon as they walk in. It starts here. 
uh, the one you called the French Canadian asshole. Oh, <laughs> uh, so a little uh, payback uh, from the sis who's probably been sitting in the cut after she had her throat cut by somebody for no oh, reason. She had her throat jealousy. cut years ago. There was nothing. Yeah. Lufisto has been yeah. around for a minute. You know, yeah. I, I tagged with her back in like the 90s <laughs> at a, at a, at a um, balloon festival show <laughs> in Maine <laughs> for uh, Tony Atlas. It was her and I versus her boyfriend at the time and my wife at the time. And, uh, yeah, she seemed always worked up in Maine because they would allow her yeah. to work with guys back then. And she, even then, she was very vocal about how the women were booked. But, yeah, I can see how she – I don't blame her for speaking in peace. She's already not – doesn't have the job. And chances are she's not going to let her in. So if you don't give no well fucks, just, if, yeah. be her. Right. So right. go ahead. And especially you just let them – give them enough rope, and that's what they do. They You sit in silence. And then the truth is going to come out, right? Like yeah. how rotten they are. And it's, and this is, you know, this is nothing, but uh, the issues with fans being like, book the women's division better. You don't even understand what you're saying. Right. Booking has nothing to do with shit box quality wrestling, especially when it's supposed to be your two top girls. What you're seeing is girls who are not ring ready or TV ready with the quality of work for TV that needs to be maybe some house show shit and why they keep doing this Japanese fucking forearm bullshit thinking that they're going to have a Kenny Omega match. And, you know, I think Ty is a far superior worker to Brit in a lot of ways, but she's still doing hard camera thigh slaps on a flying knee. I'm like, why are you even doing this Kenny Omega bullshit? They are not working women's spots. She's not the only one guilty of that, but yeah, she has to stop doing that. Yeah, that's, that's one Dude, of the biggest, you know what killed me things is, in the business. Is AR slides. Fox did the clap while he threw, threw a front oh, kick? It's the worst. It it's so cringeworthy because I hate to talk bad about him. You know what I mean? I know. He's just, hey, he's a, you can be a super good guy and do and have bad habits too. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, nothing wrong sure. with pointing it out because it's just the way it is. But when you tell the guys, why do you do that? Or some people will not break the way they do things because they do it for whatever reason. They're not going to stop unless like their job is on the line and you say you do it again, you're fucking fired. They're not going to stop doing it. I mean, Seth yeah. still friggin' does it for God's sakes. And he's been on TV for over a decade now. Yeah. I mean, and that's the ROH ridiculous. bullshit. Like yeah. people don't even know that, that this shit was because you know, when we're, wa- when we're walking through Razor stuff backstage. Go ahead, please. Go Razor ahead. used to slap his thigh when he punched the guy. And it looked stupid then. And it looks stupid now. It never looks real. It gives away the entire business. Not that it hasn't been given away 10,000 ways to Sunday by now already. But yeah. why like, help it? Like, not everything needs to have like this sound to it. Have you ever been like slugged in the face? It doesn't, like, they're doing one thing that one sound for 75 different things. It's, it's just so, right. it's so stupid. <laughs> but that's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's a culture thing at this point. They just, Look at how awesome my timing is, how I can do this and slap my leg at the same time. It's ridiculous. I think, it, it, to me, it feels like they think if they marry or get banged by fucking indie workers or top WWE guys, that they're just going to, through osmosis, become better workers or something. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they think that because they roll deep in the fucking bubble click, that now no one can criticize their work. And then the bell rings and they expose themselves terribly as being lazy having yeah. no real fundamental training and then trying to do new japan shit that makes zero sense and they botch it 
one after another. I mean, there's there's eight spots in that match. They're just like, oh my god, ring the fucking bell already. Yeah, you know. And sometimes uh, you know, there's a weird situation. I don't know if you've ever experienced this in a match where you, you might know the person for a long time, you might get along great, but for some reason you're just oil and water in the ring together. I was like that with two dudes. I, that's uh, a, that's a good point. Through Kowalski School, we there, I used to be able to work with anybody. There were two guys. Whenever we would work, it was just the fucking shit. I don't know if it's because we were both kind of like ringleaders or because whatever the case was, we could never, ever have a good match. And one time, me and this one kid, we begged Kowalski, please let us work one match together because we've been dying. We had a whole bunch of great ideas for a match. And fine, what the fuck? Put us in a match together. It was so fucking bad. And you could never take a Kowalski match to him, really. He'd fucking lose his mind on you. Yeah. But, like, we took it home probably a good six minutes early. And because uh, I did a spin kick and I kicked him right in his eyeball. He was <laughs> bleeding. And there was an oh. absolute zero blood tolerance. <laughs> and it was just like, we took it home. Perfect. Like, what the perfect. Fuck? Storm. And he sees the other kid walk by <laughs> and he's gushing from his eye. He's like, what the fuck happened out there? <laughs> It's like I don't know. It looked great at class. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We did a great match at class. We could, oh, and then he. We ended up later, years later, we're, we're in tag teams for NWA New England. And even then, like we were in the ring together, going, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" Because we were, like, <laughs> we were going to just stake the joint out. It was horrible. Yeah, dude. Sometimes the Maloik is just on you like that. I mean, even uh, Taya's match with uh, Jade Cargo was rotten too right so yeah. you know i i'm i'm a i love i love the tie look with the uh, marilyn monroe you know that's what does it for mm-hmm. me what have you and a, is a john morrison too apparently uh but uh that this was just as amateur mistimed we think we're over inside the bubble doing fucking indie jap shit that is just rotten rotten at every level of fundamentals and then here come the trolls <laughs> and Ty says all the trolls in my timeline right now bunch of crying happy smiling faces grow up and good night kisses and then she wakes up the next morning go waking up to comments such as Ty's fat disgusting slow untalented loser looks like a man and so on and so forth I'm just a human being trying my best remember that the next time you have to hear uh, that kind of stuff about yourself I was like wow John Morrison is stiff in the morning with these fucking. <laughs> I know, right? That's a tough way to start the day. <laughs> I thought he was a nice guy. He fucking, right. Yeah. But I realized he's actually outside on a patio furniture eating watermelon. Like six hey, Jumping off. Yeah. Jumping off the nice roof guy. onto the fence, onto the fucking whatever the fuck. Parkour. Yeah, people are unnecessarily stiff with with Ty. She's, they'll figure her out. I mean, like I said there about her the last time we talk, talked about her, she's coming from a decade of work in Mexico, which is so different right. from the U.S. And she did fine at Impact. I don't remember seeing her have too many stinkers there. And I thought she was even fine when they had mm-hmm. her as. Um, I can't remember her name. Something Monet. Frankie Monet. Frankie I thought she was fine. I couldn't believe they got rid of her. I thought she was a great hand. But, you know, you're learning a different style. But, you know, different locker rooms have different rules. And, different, you know, like, oh, this is the over person. I can't get too much in or whatever. It's like, whatever. You still got to yeah. get out there and get your shit over. So, you know, they'll, they'll figure her out. Maybe there are girls who are like, been around longer in AEW, although not longer in the business, you know, per se, that, that they're like, oh, well, I'm not doing all that shit we'll, we'll do my match yeah. not her match or whatever you know how it is it's a big pissing contest and you know everybody wants to see how over they are but uh 
you know, actually, the last few Britt Baker matches I've watched have been like, man, I expected a little bit more out of her. Yeah, and I think I think that's bit. I think that's being in the bubble, thinking you're over drinking yeah. the Florida water and Kool Aid, bro. Yeah, just because you got cute matching gear doesn't mean then the yeah. bell rings and you're fucked. You the know, before you, that she had a match that was like a minute long. Like, why'd you even bother with Kayla? And even that was a little wonky. Yeah, it was very face lock yeah, on. And very like, weird. You know, yeah, and there's times in careers, I guess you could say my whole career maybe was this one, at times, where you go on a bad streak. Hmm. You have five or six in a row that are rotten. And like you're like, how do I fucking pull up out of this? What is going on? And sometimes it's your own fault, and sometimes it's things that are out of your control. Oh, yeah. And you're just looking to get one match to reset that gets the pop or does the business you want. But hmm. fucking... But some, you can definitely get in your own head, and especially if there's people yeah. trying to like give you notes and then you're trying to balance all that out. Like you can definitely, you know, sometimes the best thing to do is just shake it all off and be like, listen, I just got to get back to class. Cause I bet you like a Britt Baker is not hitting a wrestling ring two or three times a week. I, I bet no. she's, she's a working. And, and, and if they are, they're practicing. If they are, they're practicing all this new Japan Omega bullshit. And they're not yeah. working a style that is even believable that they why are these girls standing in the pocket throwing forearms at each other? If you're doing yeah, that, stupid. you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, when it comes and, and, to this, and, like you well, should not be doing it. They have six matches on the card that do the same thing. Like like we would have on yeah. PCW, don't leave the ring, don't leave the ring, don't leave the ring. No dives, no dives, no dives, no dives. Like no forearm back and forth. You know, you know, fighting spirit in this match. No false None. finishes. You know, you gotta build that shit up. It's your it's time to do hair up. whips, back handspring, back elbow. Uh, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. There's there's uh, tons of stuff you can do without having to be like the signature woman's match. You know, you sure. can you don't have to like take ex Japanese match from 1989 and like what we're gonna do with this match tonight. Like let's watch it on my phone and then we'll we'll rehatch it in the locker room and then it's like plagiarizing wrestling matches like Punk does with Bret Hart stuff. Yeah. Like, just come up with your sure. own shit. You don't have to be complicated. Just keep it super simple and sell. Just sell. That's exactly. all you need to do. Yeah, and neither of them want to do that. They're waiting for their next spot to get into something, and you can just see duck, one, come back, yeah, bing, like, dong, bum, boom, like boom, bang, da, like, da, oh, bang, bang, bing, bang, oh, bum, yeah, bum. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, boy, if we've bothered you today, you know, you've taken up too much of your time. You can't even put any kind of emotion into this. Like, oh, duck this, duck this. Duck this, yeah. duck this. You pick me up for this, I'll float. Everything is not a move. It's a counter to a move that would have never happened. So you have, like, all the matches are just counters to moves. There's never a fucking move until the inside cradle at the end or whatever. It's like, this is ridiculous. Because, like, an average fan who doesn't know wrestling, who maybe wants to catch a match or two, like, what the hell are they doing? It just looks ridiculous. Like, oh, they're just reversing everything. Like, what are you reversing? But, that, oh, but then they go, they go from ha-ha, fuck you, to, like, playing the victim the next day like i wish you guys had to deal with what i did and like and so in the time we went to bed it was like haha good night trolls fuck you get up in the morning woe right. is me like yeah. <laughs> you know you had a well, shitty think, match there, there's ones i can't even watch back that i know were so, so shitty for me bro I you know had what the I mean? same ones too brother you know you think i'm not watching that one back yep. like maybe wait a week and then watch back and go holy shit Use it as a motivator to kick ass the next time yeah. or whatever. But yeah. uh, you know, hey, it's just so easy because like you can tell when someone's doing that, they just want like a bunch of like you go girl, you know, 
then I guess there's yeah. something to be said to that or whatever. Because people can take the wind out of your sails and everything. Because they don't. People are very easy to judge when they've never done anything before they're in their lives, and you're under a microscope and you're underwear sure. on TV. So it's you know it's tough to hear some. But you got to you got to step up and no sell. Yeah, That's why I told my students: you shut the fuck up and yeah. you shut the fuck up and you Just go on to the next killer one. match. Yeah. That's all yeah. for the yeah. if you can I see I don't know how how soon Tony gives you like your next but of bookings like is there a sheet that goes six weeks out to go I'm, I'm working with her, her, her? You go, Oh, no, I, I have some great so. ideas that can do tons of shit. Or do you find out at five o'clock and go, Okay, I gotta I have three hours to put my match together? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I just got some inside time. Go ahead. I had some inside info from like two weeks ago of like when they were in Canada and the fastest way to get booked is to go out and join the cypher backstage and out back, fucking take a hit and go, I'm not booked for the next show. And he goes, Oh, you're, you're booked. <laughs> so okay. that's, that's one of the, that's about how uh, congruent their fucking booking wow. schedule. Is. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's uh, nice. So I can, I guess when you have to produce Smith, I got shoes. Yeah. yeah. I guess when you have to produce four shows a week, you can't be four shows out because you're just like, you know, at your wit's end, I'm sure. So, wait. Yeah. We'll create yeah. Our own Christmas, Dude, could you imagine booking four, four, two, four, two CW shows a week oh. to do business? Uh, all God. different business across all brands, bro. I know. That's he, he's, just, there's no, there's no way to get, there's no success there. There's and no you're a few help from other people too. Like it's, yep. Yep. Rugged man, rugged. Uh, but that yeah. was the the big uh, gossip on the girls. I mean, I, I feel bad for him. His sisters in the biz just having a shitter on TV is tough to shake. That can stick with you for three, four weeks, let alone getting it driven home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see here. We'll come back to that one, I guess. Too uh, inactive. AEW star says change changes up look and says it's never too late to reinvent yourself. AEW star Rebel has not been featured on TV in months uh, following the babyface turn with our teammates Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, during her absence from TV, Rebel has changed up her look and is sharing photos on IG. Uh, it's never too late to reinvent yourself, fall in love at 50, learn to dance at 60, start a new life at 70, stop saying you can't. You can and you should. Dreams don't have an expiration date. She dyed her hair uh, bright blonde and, uh, you know, the girl's a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and mm -hmm. she's a hair and, hair and makeup expert beautician. I know she helps out a lot backstage uh, on uh, on girls' hair and makeup. She's doing double duty. And, you know, her skills either as a valet, manager, or just a little heater on the outside girlfriend, I think she does well. And she can give you a good little three-minute get over match on her if you got to beat the stooge before you get to the bigger boss you know what i mean her mm -hmm. working a full-time schedule i don't know if that's the right thing but rebel's always been awesome as she's with a good buddy of mine or has been for a long time and um she's just a, a big as sexy and as pretty as she is she's a big goofy nerd <laughs> it really is what it comes down to uh and i and i got plenty of time uh, for her and uh whenever she's on camera she knows that doing it with a look can steal the scene. Is she trying to steal a scene? No, but she's in character doing committing to the bit. And the mm -hmm. girls who are the main focus are kind of mailing it in. So a lot of times she's the one who shines just by, you know, being a, a supporting player. Like if there was an Oscar for best supporting player in the women's division, she should definitely be in the running for that. Right. While she was, was, was helping get all that over. So uh, we'll see what they do with her, uh, you know, a blonde bombshell. 
if we got Taya, I mean, are we going to do something where we tie her with her and it's the blondes? I don't know. I'm just. Uh, yeah. What's her official position with the company? Just talent? Or did she do? I think so. And I think she's like, hair. I think she's hair and makeup too. Probably that I got to believe she's earning a double well, check. She's for that job. That's, that's, that's half yeah. the battle right there. Just getting in the yeah. back room. You know what I mean? Like, okay, come up with an idea for somebody. You know what I mean? Like pitch an idea, do something, you know, like, or get out there before the show and like get it work out in the ring with the guys and, you know, See if you can get some eyes on you or something like that. You know? And that's where Britt got over too, is like the Chris Jericho misnaming the uh calling her Reba and you know her name's Rebel or whatever, and then it just became that. So mm. one little thing like that, and how you react, the crowd's gonna give it up. And yeah, then once you've got to the remember Ralphus, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, that's a great absolutely. spot to have. But uh shout out to Rebel. I hope they do find something good for you. I just want to go back to that sign book the women's division better booking in matches and storylines obviously is one of the most important things we have especially on a tv show however that doesn't mean that if you have rotten fundamentals and you think that you can do this shit at a high level and then the bell rings and you go out there and show very much otherwise that you cannot be trusted to carry a main storyline and to do a payoff match that isn't going to fall apart that's where it relates to booking what the sign should have said is go back to practice. You don't have 10,000 hours. You're lucky if they really have, I mean, um, Taya does, but even some of that stuff was looking lazy to me with mm -hmm. the thigh slaps and all that. And then the mistiming, I doubt that Brit probably even has 1500 to 2000 hours in this. Oh, show. No, no, definitely so, not. so that that's really what it comes down to. And fans don't understand booking just because you make the match or make the storyline all that's in good hopes. And then as Rip would say, then the bell rings. Right. <laughs> and if, you, if you're not prepared with the fundamentals or even when you're a deer in headlights, if you don't know enough to grab a hold and so we can talk and get back on the same page or get the crowd to fire up behind you, like if we've lost them, then you, you, you really don't even understand the fundamental basics of this shit. And I didn't see, and all I saw was duck one, come back, bing, bong, yeah. turn around up and, and we fucked it up. And now I'm pissed off, but we got to get back up clothesline back. <laughs> and I have like, to show that I'm pissed off. So people know it wasn't my fault. Right. Right. And then, and after we do all that shit, fuck it. Let's stand toe to toe and go 50, 50 with fucking forearms and punches. That so they have shit. they have no idea even what real psychology is and what they need to be doing and they're being looked at as the main event players that's a that's yeah. the real mistake is that they're fundamentally not prepared but you couldn't say that to them because then they'll go to twitter and go everybody's bullying me yeah. instead of going you know what they're right. I need to find Tom. It. Yeah. I need to find Tom Pritchard, Rip Rogers, and fucking go all over and and become a, a far better journey woman wrestler. That yeah. So the, the the fans with the signs don't even know what they're talking about when they say booking, uh, but it, it's about the training at the at the yeah. most root yeah. level. And Tom Pritchard's out there, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's not like he's not. You can't get to him. And I'm sure he would love to help anybody who needs yeah. a little hand. You know, come up with a finish for me tonight, Tom. Here's what I'm working. We had 15 minutes. I'm working heel. She's a baby. You know, you know this. I'm sure he follows along. Like, help me come up with something. You don't think he'd help me come up with a pretty decent eight-minute match? You know what I mean? Like, You got Jerry Lynn on the show. Why are you not showing up at one yeah. instead of your four o'clock call? 
I'm going, I got to learn from Jerry Lynn for two hours. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. There's a lot of people that you can be asking questions to, but no, that, that was, seems like we're giving in. I don't want to, I want, I don't want an old match. I want modern thing. Really? Okay. They're just not even humble enough to say, I suck. Please help me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it started. And I a lot tell of free my, resources back there. Yeah. And I say my matches are the shits too. And I say to my students, what are you guys? They all go, the shits. I go, exactly. Now you can't be held accountable for being fucking rotten. Now you can just get better going right. forward. Yeah. There's know? only one way to move in that position. That's up. Yep. yep. So don't, don't try and say I'm the best there is, was, and ever will be because I had a fucking hardcore match where I got color as a woman and I want a Meltzer five-star for it. But then you do a half-star match when it's just the basic fundamentals of wrestling. That's right. exposing how not ready you really are. Right. Um, fuck it. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, you might have heard of them. They're believed to be staying with AEW instead of jumping to WWE. According to Meltzer Seltzer, the prevailing belief is that Omega and the Young Bucks will be staying with AEW. Meltzer brought up, while nobody involved has confirmed what Omega's line meant, it was supposed to air on television, which is why people think they're staying AEW. Meltzer noted the following. We do know from WWE standpoint that months ago they had impressions that they had a good shot at Omega in 2024. And he was the most coveted of all the guys being talked about, like Jay White and the others. Uh, that has gone cold, so they don't believe he's staying with AEW. I got to believe it's not that, that the, the trail has gone cold because of the MLW lawsuit that is holding right. them up from, from doing that. So now when you, Meltzer doesn't have any stooge on that, it's because WWE probably put out the directive of shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up mm -hmm. when it comes to that, because that could hurt us in this lawsuit. Not the fact that they're not interested in the Bucks or Omega. And I would absolutely say the Bucks and Omega would be more than willing to jump to WWE. Why? Because they've got a nice four to five year dose of what it's like to be yeah. office and all the bullshit that comes with it, as opposed to just being over talent that only has to sell t-shirts and fucking sign autographs. Yeah. And they already probably have a, a I'm sure there's some, some sort of verbal nod to the fact that they wouldn't have to go and toil for a year in NXT. They'd go straight to TV and right. have pretty, pretty good positions in the company. Not to mention the fact that they'd probably be walking in and with their baseline salary of what more than half the crew is making just to get yeah. them out of Tony's, you know, hands and, uh, you know, let them do what they're going to do. I mean, that's a so. major, that, that just tends to sense Tony reeling right there. Right. You know oh, what I mean? God. If they uh, yeah. go, if, if they go, then, you know, Moxley's coming back too. Right. Yeah. No, just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be a, a, a serious blow. And not that they're the big draw of, of the entire thing of must it's see. It's the heart and soul but, of the company. Yeah. But Jericho's on. Yeah, you got all the guys who started it. You you pulled them all. All those four guys that were that, at that conference in the parking lot in yeah. Vegas. <laughs> all those guys poof, gone. Yeah, yep. I don't yep. think Jericho won't want to finish his career in WWE. Absolutely, absolutely. Jericho GM would be an interesting. Yeah, I could see Jericho just being a color commentator for the next twenty years. Why not? Just Why be not? have him on the creative team and doing color. I mean. That, how who would argue with that? No, no, It'd that's be ridiculous uh, to argue that. Easy, easy for him, you know, because yeah. he, does, he doesn't. Creative. They they could use a guy with with uh, you know a good uh, imagination and understanding of the business and how to build and how to pay off, and then be mm. out there telling the story because he helped creative. So he's out there, you know, putting the color on that for them. You know, I mean, that's that's like a no brainer to me. Right on. 
A guy who is staying with AEW, a claim is made that Roosh was offered, quote unquote, insane money to sign a new contract with AEW. Hmm. Uh, According to Meltzer, Seltzer belief is that Roosh's new deal with AEW is for multiple years. It was said that Roosh signed his contract after his existing deal had expired and CM Punk was pushing for AEW to keep him. Uh, Hmm. In regards to WWE, Meltzer was told by multiple people that the company has been interested in having him join the NXT brand. Uh, He said, however, WWE made an official offer because when they found out what AEW offered, they knew there was no way he was going to WWE. Someone in WWE called the offer Mm -hmm. insane money. Uh, And I know there was, I don't know, heat, but uh, controversy with him uh, and his dad, I think, leaving AAA and kind of leaving Conan in the lurch. And Conan felt some kind of way about it, uh, obviously, as a booker who's uh, helped develop that guy to, to X amount, you know, of uh, notoriety. And then he did come back for triple mania after they kind of yeah. told him to get fucked. So I don't know if that was a money thing or what have you. I mean, the last time I think he, he might have one match afterwards and I don't watch collision or rampage. So this is just me saying dynamite when he tuned up jungle boy yeah, and beat the great. fuck out of him, ate his, ate, ate his lunch. <laughs> And then I, I was like, wow, that's the kind of shit that might get you fired. Well, apparently it's the shit that'll get you raised. I, I was uh, thinking this, but I heard the insane money. I'm like, there's a chance that Jack Perry's mm-hmm. such a cunt that even fucking Tony Khan hates him, but only has him there because girls would love him. You know what I mean? But like, then you say, hey, tune this kid up for me. And now he's, you know, or Rush, paycheck. or Rush just grabbed Tony Khan and goes, "You're gonna fucking pay me insane money, or I'm okay, gonna okay. fuck you up too." <laughs> like back in the day, like in the in the, in the 80s, they, there was a wrestler called uh, the Unpredictable Johnny Rods, and he was a trainer for years upon years upon years. In fact, he was the guy who was commissioned with all the green belts in WWE when back in the day, that big green belt that Hogan had, the green intercontinental belt that Tito and mm. Greg Valentine had. It was his job to get those made, by the way. That was just a small little weird thing. But he was known as the unpredictable Johnny Rods because he might have been looked at as an enhancement guy or a job guy, but he'd go in there and during his match, he'd pop a guy's shoulder out from, you know, he'd get word from the office, hey, yeah. you know, this guy has got a fucking attitude problem. This guy's my shoulder back the fuck in. That'd yeah, nice put yours back in. Push up against the wall and give you a yeah. shot. But, uh, you know, he was always known for being that guy that, oh, my God, if you're in the ring with Johnny Rodgers, there's a chance you could be leaving uh, on crutches. So, you'd, you know, you'd work your ass off for him because he sure. could, you know, twist you up. So, they're, they're, to me, um, Rush may be a modern-day version of the Johnny Rodgers where it's like, it's you know, we don't really push the guy, but we keep him warm. We have him, you know, on the back burner. People know who he is. He's on TV. So, when you, you see him, you know who he is. But... Mm-hmm. If there's a talent out there who needs to get one in the jaw, we'll put him a rush today. And there's, yeah. a, there's a value to that, you know? Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe cons like saying, like, what, what do you think of like uh, an insane money is a million bucks? I mean, he's, Tony's got it and wouldn't feel it. And it would make a big difference in Russia's life to make a million bucks a year. Yeah. At you know all. I mean, so, so, I mean, even like, and I'm sure that guy's been grinding in Mexico for next to nothing oh, for a lot. Not next to nothing because he's working he's, over in AAA decade. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, at least uh, he's <laughs> – I would use all of my uh, power of threatening and intimidation of every uh, Mexican cartel to get as much <laughs> money yeah, out of him It's definitely going to beat 700 bucks a week working in NXT. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Even if your yeah. brother – his brother, Dragon Lee, is down there. But they're not doing shit with him either. So no. like, he probably sees his brother like on his debut end up having to do like tag stuff and doing jobs and 
Yeah, I think he's been over once the whole time he's been there so far, and he's not, he's on every week. But just convoluted, watered down angles with like the NXT UK Heritage Cup when there is no NXT UK anymore. So you right. see him down there spinning his heels, being second to Nelson Fraser or whatever his name is, uh, Nathan Fraser, one of Seth Rollins' students. And you're thinking, well, I could stay in AEW and make, you know, say he's five hundred thousand a year and up. Or make seven hundred and fifty yeah. a week hanging out with my brother in NXT who hates it already, and right. uh, then I'll stay, stay right, in Jacksonville. Right, right. How about how? Just sorry, it just sparked me. Who was the kid that looked like a mini Benoit? That was the Irish guy that was supposed to be like. Oh yeah, uh, JD. Um, already gone, right? Devlin, but they changed the name. JD McDonough. Yeah, they brought him up two, to Raw. Two two weeks on TV and gone. How yeah. about into Sheer? They had yeah. three squash matches, fucked up every one of them. Gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Overzealous, which was too bad because they're such big it guys. Was. I see a lot of yeah. money on these dudes. Me too. And I love them in NXT because they were giants there. Because everybody having like having uh having uh gender be silent is not not the choice. Yeah. Gender's got plenty yeah, of charisma. He, and he can he can work the stick too. So you get yep. him out there. But he had shaved his head for the role and has the beautiful, beautiful suits, beautiful uh scarf. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like, it looks great. And I bet you you can get lots of heat on a house show. You know, big, huge heel tag team from India, yeah. you know. And, hell, why the fuck not? Let's give it a shot. But then they repackage them every week and give them new vignettes. And uh, then they're on for a week and then they're off for six. So it's just a start-stop nightmare. Where the hell's Shanky? Yeah, where is Han- Shanky Panky? <laughs> get him up there and let him yeah, well, uh, Frank's trying to get me. Me killed out here saying uh the sons of Allah versus the, the big Indians. Uh <laughs> I don't know if I call them the get me big Indians. Uh big Indians. you know. Uh but yeah, man, right? Who, who knows? Vince could probably have them in a fucking Mohawk headdress by next week. Yeah, just know, right? uh, switching things up. Um, oh, Indians. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Fucking last of the uh Shankies. <laughs> uh no, I want to save that one. Let's see here. Uh, book the women's wrestling division better. Uh, Hall of Famer explains why Finn Balor should win the world title from Seth Ugh. Rollins. This is interesting. I mean, Bully Ray puts it over. He says, who wins this match, Finn or Seth? I hope it's Finn because the internal story of Finn and Damian Priest intrigues me. Dominic and Rhea trying to keep them at bay. Rollins, not the workhorse guy that made us believe he was going to be. Rollins is not the workhorse guy they made us believe he was going to be. I know it's still brand new. I get it. Um, you know, I, I don't like the choice of fit, like the money aspect of Finn going over, but he's got a good point here. If you're trying to yeah. build, I, and I've, I've read that they want judgment day to be their next focus over the bloodline story almost really. So to create that internal strife, if you're talking best business, Finn having it, people not believing him and then getting behind Damian Priest's money in the bank, possibly being the next undertaker. I feel like they got a lot of vibes crossover that way. You got to stop with the fucking Spanglish, the senior money in the bank. It's shit. saying like, it twice. You're it tells me. Don't say it in Spanish yeah, if and then say it in English. Just say it in Spanish yeah, and let dude. it go. Just say it. Right, 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 right. Be, because we're just placating. If you're in Puerto Rico and you're getting over Espanol, say habla Espanol all day, all night, brother. But this little Texas, bit of like SoCal, fucking yeah, parts of the Northeast where there's a heavy population. You know, like, 
I don't, I don't hate it, but like I said, just don't do it twice. It's just, it's just, just the stupid. fact of going, he's Latin, hits you with the dead yeah. fish. He's Latin. Yeah. No yeah. shit, motherfucker. Yeah. We understand. We still that's, not a, yeah. that's not ingraining me to the story of yeah. what it is. It's about dissension in a split within a crew where one guy's champ and one guy's got a fucking cash-in ticket and they were boys, and now does fucking desire to be top guy outweigh friendship that's a story it has nothing to do with don quixote or fucking tacos nothing <laughs> right, right? Well, might as well me... might as well have fucking finn say something and then you say it in gaelic and you hide your tie and fucking take a bite out of potato and fucking throw it yeah dude it's well, that's when the brown bruce to come out on friday night hold on, hold on, hold on. yeah all right like swinging the night the billy club Exactly. No, and cops. The demon stuff dead in the water. And and it's not that Finn isn't super talented in the ring or anything like that. Um, but the charisma and believability of him being champion and carrying it uh is not there. He, he his stock price is down. However, and even though when we were like we saw this and it was like, oh boy Ray said this, here's I'm just breaking down the psychology of this. Him being champ and not being over makes people want to get behind priests that much right, more to take it off them to do that. Yeah, so, so being a not over champion even... is a good, is a not a bad thing. Go ahead. Steve. Right, but then if you want to switch the scenario and be like, yes, uh, uh, Finn Balor gets the belt, but immediately Damien cashes in and gets the belt. So it turns, so now Finn is pissed because you did exactly what I, you said you weren't going to do, but they have the Judgment Day thing if they're sticking together or whatever, but Finn is slowly bubbling to turn babyface because he, you know, to I can see Finn getting more over as a babyface. You think it's you think okay? It so you deal. think it's better to instantly do the screw job? I lied to you. I mentioned that Damien's a foot you. taller than fucking Finn. I I feel Priest is the babyface one because I don't think Finn Finn is too. I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take uh, Damien as a babyface again because I like them as right. a baby. I and like I the business you laid out there, but how about the fact that? Should we have more weeks where Finn's champ and they're we do it with a look, right? Finn's mm -hmm. cocky and he walks off, and Priest looks at the briefcase and walks off the other way. Yeah, we and have all these little has, he's got to keep his eye in the rear view mirror, right? There's opportunities now, where Buddy yeah. could cash in and he doesn't. We're if, if we do it right on the nose, yeah. If, if we do it right away, then then he's not gonna. We're we're gonna miss those tension scenes. However, I don't mind what you said. That's just another choice, you know. Yeah, what I mean? there, it all gets you to the same place at the end of the day. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Seth doesn't need the belt. I mean, that's fine. I think as the first champion, you want to have his name on the book, like to that matters to them or whatever. But I mean, it, it's already it's, it's boring because you feel like Seth is so protected that. He'll never drop it, nor if he does, it'll be a fuck job somehow. But, right. Like, the stuff with Judgment Day, you know, these people respond to it, and like you know, they've been around a little while now, but I don't think it's at a point where you couldn't spice it up by adding the title. And if they are looking to still keep them as a long-term thing, you know, um, Dom is still hot, uh, Rhea is still hot. Could you do this? There's all the fucking shit going in between them. They're trying to separate Dom and Rhea, trying to keep them apart. And then it gets Dom gets bipped or what have you, you know, in the in the midst of it, it goes into a triple threat match for the title, and those guys each other and Dom sneaks one and walks off as the oh, fucking champ it. and fucks them both right, and then him and Mommy <laughs> are on top as the champs. Yeah, they have matching title belts. And everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, his and hers yeah. they have written on them, you know. But though those guys own dissension 
fucks them out of their own their title shot and the title and dom's just gonna fucking you know lie cheat steal and get over yeah yeah that'd be great i would love to see that there's a the lot of there's problem. a lot of good options on the board. The, I was just gonna say that's the best part about it. It's like there's like yeah. different scenarios you, know, you can come up with that are all be good. Yeah. So I, I don't know, know why people groan. Even I'm guilty of it. Like Bubba Ray says, you're like, uh, but that's he's not. He's looking at it pretty open eyes right there of what could and be. He's been around for 25 years. He's been full time for 25 years. He knows what's gonna get a pop and what's not gonna get a pop and what's how to get yeah. it over and how to pace it out. You know. So I mean, you know, people don't like. Bubba Ray because you know they think he really is Bully Ray, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's he's very convincing right. in like that kind of a role where he can sound like a real asshole. That's his job. He was really good at it. But there's a certain time when you do you're so good at it that people believe and go, I hate that guy, fuck him. But I really hate him. I don't hate him enough yeah. to who I hate him enough to change the channel. But that's probably like a testament of how good of a worker he is. Is that people believe that he's really that guy? So works to his right. advantage. Right. I, well, we have at least he's seen it all. You know. Yeah, he's seen everything. He's seen everything. You know, you know, the TLC stuff at WrestleMania would make him a legend forever. But like, I, I we did business sure. with him, and we had heard a lot of bad things about doing business. He's tough to talk to, this and that. I found him to be an absolute pleasure. I, I loved having him in, and uh, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. And he knew exactly how to get some people over, and uh, he had a suggestion. He wanted to work with certain people. I said, "No, we're going to have you work with the Bucks." He flipped out. He's like, "I love the fucking Bucks. This is fantastic." Then at the end of the day, he ended up dropping the belts to a, one of our local guys who was tagging with Kevin Steen. They got mm-hmm. that over because they looked, they knew Kevin was going to be a big deal because he was heading up to New York soon. So he he was he did everything he we needed him to do, uh, you know. And uh, yes, he was expensive, but he also got a, a pretty good return on the money for us. So you know, uh, that's what made us different. Like, yeah, sure, it's yeah. Ex- sure it's as expensive, as but that, that's the dream booking. You, yeah. you, you, I don't even think HMG listeners know that Dudley's vs. Young Bucks happened in 2CW. Yeah. 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 And that and that Kevin Steen tag with, tag with Jason Axe to face him as well. Like, right. you know, even though we're regional and whatnot, these things, when people go PWG, P, I go, you don't have a fucking clue, bro, yeah. that 2CW. Not, even Khan not. might not even have the clue. Khan might not even know. PWG never would have brought the Dudleys in because they've been too big no. and made everybody look small and eat them alive. The thing is, is like the Dudleys are such good workers that they make anybody look like a million bucks. And you'll get there, and you'll have to work for it. And they're not going to like you know slow down. It's going to be a night of work, but they'll they'll do whatever you need them to do because they're businessmen and they want to come yeah. back and make a shit ton of money. Then they're going to do whatever you need them to do. And that's the thing is like a lot of people get intimidated when somebody will talk back and have an idea of something specific and be like, "Well, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to have to do it." No, no, no. If you have an idea, explain yeah. it to him. He's going to want to know, well, how does this get us over? Because this is business because this shit's all online. And these guys that make a living going from indie to indie have to have good matches. So you have to put them with really good talent. And if, you're gonna, if they're going to have a stinker and it's going to get out there, that's going to affect their bookings and it's going to affect their real money. So you have to have them in there with people who can get the job done. Okay? So they want to know who they're going to work and what is this going to do and what does this lead to? And, you know, like they don't want to come in for just a one-night thing. It's going to make something – you know, we're going to help you make somebody, and it, it, it really works. It's an investment in the company. It's an investment in the talent that you have working with these guys. That's the whole point of it is just to build momentum for your own company. But if you don't have, like, the Absolutely. staff to talk to a guy like Bubba who will be like, well, how does this get me over? Well, how does this get that guy over? And you don't have an answer for him. It's not because he's bullying you. It's because you don't know how to run your company. You just don't have a sack enough to be like, well, yep. I just wanted a match to be cool. It's like, 
you're talking to a business guy. You, you, you wouldn't go to like the, the makers of Twix and be like, we're going to do grape jelly Twix without explaining how that's going to get the fuck over. Well, I just thought it would be neat. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going to do it because like, it no. sounds cool. <laughs> you need to have a plan here. Have a, have a plan. And the, yep. they respect that. Uh, you know? So. Absolutely. They want quality direction. And it's a test to show you that uh, if you don't, you know what I mean, know what you're talking about, you're going to be exposed. Frank says he's never seen a 2CW show. Plenty of uh, footage on Ben Hameen YouTube channel. Just go in and search 2CW inside my channel. Uh, some some dream booking matches. Uh, I saw the vets in the house sending out some love to Strangler. Steve as well always loves his commentary hey, that man. way, baby. Woof, look at those things. Yeah, as well as that. my man... Uh, Charles the Hammer Evans is here, OVW brother, our represent today. He was on the Next Level Review this week. Can't say thank you enough for joining Big Ray in the Vet. Yeah, I want to know something. Uh, I mean, review. big big week of shows. I mean, yeah. you've done the Vet for many many years. Why does he kayfabe me and he won't bring me on yeah. the uh, Impact Attack show? He won't bring me on the NXT show. I think it's like, I think it's both ways. I think he thinks that he's kayfabe. <laughs> I think that he thinks that you don't want to want to go on with them he asked me the same wow. thing of why streams won't come out either so, so, so here it is uh you guys hook up online at opinion haver at strangler steve underscore we want to see Striz on the nxt talking about the biz absolutely bro that crossover okay. gotta have it come on gotta have it. <laughs> the next level review and also you can check the vet out on the impact uh attack as well with uh let's go brandon doing great things there and uh hey you watched impact this week maybe it's an all striz week next week who the fuck hey, knows man uh, <laughs> could be on any and every show yeah man uh y'all i've been uh, i think bobble's got it right on the nose here uh i blame big ray yeah, it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> but if Rick can keep a show under like four and a half hours, I, I, <laughs> we more strongly to consider it. We're doing good. Uh, I actually have it's a funny rib to me whatever but like I have to download the shows from YouTube uh, that Big Ray is on because if I download because they're a compressed version if I download them direct from StreamYard I won't have enough space on Vimeo to, to put them all up because <laughs> the files are too big so yeah uh, but Good hey, Lord. Man, we, love, we love that hey, we, I, I love Big yeah. Ray I love I love Big yeah. Ray he's an awesome dude known him yeah. now God for years like like seven or eight years now. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, man. How long we've all gotten to know each other? Look at how, my beard was brown when I started mm. listening to Big Ray on, uh, <laughs> you know, Russell Zone. You know, and uh, I, I yeah. super good guy. And I and I I, I, I really do miss uh, ridiculously random podcasts with Big Ray and Colin. That was just such a that was like I think it used to drop on Thursdays. It was my most fun show of the week to listen to. It was just mm. they're just two good dudes. Like the producers getting their own jobs, you know, their own time to kind of shine. Sure, man. And I loved it. I thought it was great. And I used to try to guess what floor Mario was on. I was wrong every single week. But, uh, you know, it was a great show. They, they brought it back for a little while. But, uh, you know, it was fun while it lasted. But I, I always love shows like that. You can just kick back and just listen to, like, two hours of dudes just who are good friends, obviously, just talking. I, I, I loved it. So it'll always be a special part, heart in my yeah, man, that's place in my heart for that, that show. Yeah, hopefully. I, and that's what I say. HMG producers, I, I can't say thank you enough. I try and send a little cash when I can from you guys, especially with the super stickers. Make sure everybody's getting a, a little something for all their hard work and diligence just to say thank you, man. But it, it's really about the farmland and what they want to grow and to express themselves and paint with their own brushes. And that that shows a great uh, uh, 
you know, example of that, as well as the Wednesday Locker Room, which is up free on Podbean and probably iTunes and every other place right now, you guys. Uh, big shout out to Billy Ray Valentine getting uh, that production done and sent out to me, and as well as the Andrew Bellow and the Striz uh, giving you that free content as well as what's behind the paywall at channelattitude.com, you guys. A uh, guy we were just talking about that we both uh, hold in pretty high esteem. Uh, update on Kevin Owens uh, following reports of him dealing with legitimate injury. Uh, according to Meltzer Seltzer, Owens has been working for some time with a fractured rib, and the attack by Judgment Day was designed to give him time off to heal. At this time, it's unknown how the tag team title situation with Sami Zayn will be addressed, although Owens is not supposed to be out for a lengthy period. Meltzer confirmed that the tag titles will not be defended at the 2023 SummerSlam Premium Live event. I don't know if that's – well, first of all, I hope his, his rib heals up pretty quickly, man. Is Sammy that's, said uh, his rib was hurt? Uh, Owens is Owens is rib is oh, okay, hurt. Okay, okay, okay. They they beat him down in the beginning of Raw, and I was actually not pumped, but like uh, my buddy package Chris Sharp, another OBW brother, mm-hmm. he's been in NXT as Chip Danning for a long time. He was out there kind of helping. I was like, package, sweet, uh, getting some main camera nice. time. Good, good and, man. Yep. And uh, I don't know, is this a mistake to pull that match? I I know they were hot on. Uh, Who are they gonna work? <sighs> I think it might not not Usos. Who the fuck? I think it might have been going towards. Um, oh, pretty deadly, maybe. Pretty de- pretty deadly. Yeah, boy, is what I fucking call. Okay, so, okay. And then Buddy fucking blew his shoulder out, so everybody's fucked. So, do we? I think there's an opportunity here to do guest guest tag team partners. You know what I mean? If yeah, you don't want, yeah. if you don't of like that guy's partners out, and who are they going to bring in? How about a singles match for the tag? the tag belts he's just remaining yeah a singles match would work as well something like that you know like it's a tag team match with no tagging involved and if you wanted to go real comedy they have like their cheerleader in their corner like sitting in like a lawn chair like yeah yeah they they only got to do one spot where he punches him in the arm he punches him in the rib and they both go fucking down (laughs) hard as fuck oh right (laughs) sell (laughs) away Uh, great. Right. I, at least be yeah. funny. At least you get some ha out of it. You right. know, just change the belts. Just let, let it be 20 minutes of ha you know. I would change the belts. I would change the belts here. And you know how I do it if we're doing ha because I'm glad you went down the comedy road. Right. Is a run-in from fucking Johnny Knoxville to fuck over Sammy. <laughs> but then that's going to pay off again through a, you know, a series of whatevers. You know what I mean? Like, So then Kevin gets involved. It can be a hothead. Like, yeah. what do you mean there's a mousetrap? Why is yeah. there a mousetrap in the ring? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we need to do the big jackass big thing like, there. Yeah. It could, it could be as simple as the Morton Downey Jr. fucking, you know what I mean? Spot with the, with the fire extinguisher mm-hmm. while the refs, refs checking on Owens and fucking Pretty Boy. Oh, well, you can't and not bring Wingman back. I mean, that was holding him up for the body slam. Yeah. It was like comparable, like Hulk slamming Andre for <laughs> yeah. three. It was great. It's good. That was good. And then he took a shoot one in the restaurant from Brock. Fucking <laughs> to the table. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's me. a tough way to start your day for yeah. a viral video. <laughs> fucking A. But I, I, think, I think there's comedy payoff here with the injuries. And to like I said, tie it all back in. Because right now, Sammy's on the backside of that mountain from the fucking Usos. And they're not going to drop the belts to them. I would have had him drop it to Toxic Attraction in a straight-up match to make those guys and have my new feud going off. 
Yeah, whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, Casey Jane and uh, yeah. Casey Dolan. <laughs> yeah, uh, what were they called? Yeah, boy, uh, queer boys. Yeah, uh, pretty, de- pretty deadly. Pretty deadly, toxic, trash. All these fucking stupid NXT names. Uh, the, and uh, and 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 put it over that way. Maybe even that's not a bad thing too. Now that I think about it, could we go intergender mix in off of that hey, and have? Not? female yeah, tag yeah. partners and really switch it up there's there's hey, if you're gonna do choices. that you could you could have been dom and mommy you know yeah. what i mean like the, yeah. the dom has like the north american and the blue and red tag belts and mommy's got yeah. the ladies belt and why not there's a lot up? there's a lot of opportunity I, I like that when you can just like all right here's choice one two three and four at least where he's credible where they like play. you know our back is bigger than half the guys yeah you yeah. know um talking about being bigger than all the guys uh aubrey edwards describes her brief experience as an aew wrestler <laughs> uh this goes on and yeah i can't on. wait to hear what advice she has for edwards wrestlers. revealed that she never intended to wrestle but the opportunity mm-hmm. presented itself as she was eager to try it out she says i was perfectly content yelling at dudes and shouting rules and stuff uh she said on the unrestricted aew podcast so when this whole thing happened i'm like sure whatever we're going to ride the ride and see how it all works out. And then I heard I was tagging with Mark and his dad. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty much the greatest thing in the world. I'm not even a uh, hyperbole, right? It's not even like hyperbole, right? This is so wonderful and amazing. Mark already is an amazing human being, but Papa Briscoe was just the sweetest person I ever met. I was like, oh, this is like my dad. He's just super proud of me. He hugged me after. I was like, you did so great. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, we did. It was awesome um edwards though on keeping her record of one and zero she said i could not be happier with the match but i could also not be happier that it's done um yeah yeah, this is all lip service inside shit because as much as she's gone into business for herself in every match there's nothing more she wants than the prima donna ballerina spotlight and that's what she did until she got it and did her one bump and everybody put it over with a guitar shot or whatever and this will not be her last match uh, no. Carney's Carney's queers and addicts. She's an addicted mm-hmm. to the spotlight. That was her first also, real hit. Yeah, yeah, and, you know? and, and 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 she was going into business for herself for two years before that to yeah. get to this point. So it's not like, oh, you want me to be in a match? Right. But I you know, can't believe it. Was, Holy was cow! Really? Really? Yeah. Like he, he yeah. thought she was. <laughs> he thought she was getting a dopamine hit being a referee and still in the Dude. heat. Now imagine the wrestling. I get to be a wrestler too you now. But I think yeah. risking the bigger point in the yeah. story is imagine being Mark Briscoe and you're in the middle of that match and you just you go, what the fuck happened to me? <laughs> I'm tagging with my dad and a yeah. referee. How is this a replacement yeah, for my man. brother? Well, I don't I mean, know. I, this does not. This is not equal or greater value. No, I mean it's all about the the family coming around together but uh really it's about aubrey's little shine right there i mean i'm glad that when tragedy happens it does seem that aew rallies around guys to say hey we're here we got your back instead of you going into a dark place even if that means phony wrestling and you're surrounded by your your peers you know are hopefully going to lift you up but uh this has been a long time coming for don stevens and then to play it off like Oh, I didn't know. I'm just so honored. It, that's Don 101 right there. It's so perfect, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a big one. Um, partnership wise, interesting because she'll, I she'll win product. the TBS title before she retires. I guarantee you that. I don't doubt that at all. 
I don't doubt that at all. And when we were holding up signs that says book the women's division better, I mean, this right. is your roadmap. To what they really right. meant was book Don Stevens as the TBS champion. I think Don made that sign and put it out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here, will you hold this to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, big news. I liked their products. I mean, Striz with the big arms, I'm sure he's used them plenty. But WWE partners with C4 for co-branded fitness products. Uh, WWE and Nutribolt, the, com- the company behind C4 Energy, has been business partners for quite some time. For example, in 2020, C4 recruited Roman Reigns and other top stars to represent their brand. Really? I don't remember this uh, as a fucking crossover. However, the companies are about to take the working relationship to the next level as the next level review they're coming to. We'll take that sponsorship. As they've announced their first ever collaboration, which will see them produce energy drinks and workout powders for C4 together uh c4 energy and wwe collective will contain five different flavors and the design labels will be wwe inspired championship titles stress uh the flavors have also been given wrestling inspired names such as ruthless raspberry berry powerbomb pomegranate pile driver bare knuckle blood orange and nectarine guava knockout <laughs> Craig Stimmel, a WWE senior bad. vice president and head of global sales and partnerships, is confident that the collaboration will benefit both companies. Furthermore, he thinks that it's going to appeal to sports entertainment conglomerates fan base. C4 has been an outstanding partner, and we're excited about the launch of our first collaborative retail activation and extending our sponsorship working together. We believe the overlap between our audience is strong and a multi multifaceted approach to our expanding partnership will unlock even more value for the WWE universe. That was a painful marketing fucking yeah. statement to read. He just yeah. left out synergy and wheelhouse and flywheel yeah. yes. and we would have had uh, the fucking Paradigm. trifecta. Yeah. So Steve, uh, ruthless raspberry, berry power bomb, pomegranate pile driver, bare knuckle, blood orange, and nectarine. Guava knockout. Which one's your favorite? Oh, bare knuckle blood. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And peaky fucking blind as well. Drinking bare knuckle blood orange from the teat, mate. Uh, fuck. I'm a pomegranate pile driver man myself, you know. Uh, but I like C4. I think their their pre-workout is among... I've never messed around with any pre-workout me. stuff. No, really? Does it really do stuff for you? Yeah, dude. I mean, some They're of the early coffee. ones that were out there were almost pretty much legal meth, I think. <laughs> then we were taking them. But now the they scaled back a lot of that stuff. And it's pretty much just the powder version of whatever is going to be in your Red Bull, right? And you'll get the pins and needle tingles in your hands, but the energy but you can get those extra five reps. You can get an extra 10 pounds on your set. You can, you can really get a good sweat going if you're doing cardio and and you're really thumping there. So I I think the C4 brand from all I've used it for uh, is, is a very superior product to other pre-workouts. Yeah. We'd be tracking it like, Oh, my hands are tingling. And so we're like, you're having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, sweet, give me four more right. reps. <laughs> Put it triggered my bench. bell's it triggered my bell's palsy, but I got a new fucking yeah. max. <laughs> Look at the vein in my shoulder. <laughs> I passed out on the bar, uh, but I'll be fine. Yeah. Rack them up. <laughs> Rack it, Daddy. Our final story of the day, uh, you know, much more important in one of the uh, HMGL, so we could easily, a lot of people could say, What kind of person to say a toe to so? But you know what? A toe to so. A 
fucking a toe so. And she's catching heat online. Former WWE personality comments on Bronny James' cardiac arrest story and says she's always been anti-vax. On Tuesday, it was reported that NBA legend LeBron James' 18-year-old son, Bronny, went to in, went into cardiac arrest during a basketball workout and was rushed to the hospital. A James family statement later said Bronny was in stable condition and no, no longer in ICU. The term vaccine became a trending topic on Twitter X. Uh, I like that. Uh, I, I want to call Twitter X like Malcolm X from now on. Yeah. Uh, but with... Uh, Elon Musk and others commenting on the situation. Former WWE personality announcer Charlie Caruso, uh, Charlie Arnold, was among those that shared her thoughts. She said, young, healthy athletes like Bronny James should not be going into cardiac arrest unless nothing, nonetheless, wishing a speedy recovery. <laughs> and then when someone replied and asked Arnold soul, if she sold her soul, Arnold said the following always been anti-vax just was never able to say it out loud until now. So, uh, thankfully an 18 year old having a massive heart attack freed Charlie Caruso to be able to, <laughs> to say her truth. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, how many times are we going to go through this, you know, and whether it's on yeah, the 18 year olds bills, don't have heart attacks. That's nope. the thing. Nope. And people are going to go, no, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't a sheep. You're wrong. Instead of going, you know what? We fucked up and we fucked up big. And we're going to continue to fuck up because we just won't admit. The videos from Europe of all the football players or soccer players, as we call them here in the United States, of like 30 dudes who are between the ages of 20 and 28 dropping dead. On the during games in the Just last dropping. two years, I mean, what more? You, and if you think, oh, well, that happens, no, no, it doesn't, because go back before all that shit and see if you can find thirty dudes between that age within a one or two year bracket of that happening. You might see one dude, but you're not going to see thirty of them. And guess what? Here we no. are. So shout out to Shonda Paul with uh, points of the day, triple boost berry blast, new C4 flavor. Oh, nice. Get that kid on creative. So, so uh, <laughs> C4 creative. Yeah, that kid. He's working for C4. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, it, it's tough to jest about 18 year olds going to cardiac arrest, but when your dad's uh, one of the biggest Illuminati uh, fucking yeah. uh, priest hey, class. Take, uh, listen, in, we got to sacrifice no. somebody in this day. We need to keep our over stature. So, uh, Dad's gonna sell sneakers, so uh, come on, Junior. Some Take people were saying team. that too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What are you gonna say? Very you know, interesting, man, and, and scary stuff. Obviously, you're gonna uh, feed somebody in the volcano. Them, them trying to kayfabe. It's not that. Oops. Right. Uh, whoops. Coming back here, y'all. Uh, Spectrum uh, not wanting that brawny talk uh, here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this right. morning, uh, but. Here's here's a pretty little thing, Charlie Caruso, man, uh, saying uh, what too many uh, people aren't saying, and they know it to be, uh, or what they believe it to be, a truth. You know what I mean? And like you said, whether it's soccer players falling out or people in the middle of uh, a live news telecast talking about right, it, or and then just falling over, like that lady who was like, "I'm yeah. triple boosted, triple vaxxed, this and that, and blah blah blah," and ha ha, and fuck you, Jesus. And then collapses yeah. on stage and fucking, yeah. you know, all right, well, you know. <laughs> Another one. Keep, keep, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. keep, uh, now how awesome is it that you have all that, and, and a concussion to boot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, my head hurt. 
Uh, and I think you're going to see more of it in this year's NFL, bro. And I think within the next 12 months, you're going to see a push for an antidote for the mRNA vaccine. And I think you're going to see people getting checked to see if they have graphene microparticles in themselves as well. And some won't because they were given a placebo, but a select uh, demographic, possibly racially motivated will. Uh, Same with the HIV uh, release into the gay and black community. Uh, and that, yeah, and that the, the truth will continue, uh, to unfold. And unfortunately, uh, from the fringe, they never want to listen until it's far too late or to go check out these people's pattern of behavior before you stick this fucking needle in your arm with untested fucking who knows what the fuck and what they're really trying to do. So, uh, it's like that foam ends and then they came for me. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I think Larry H is here. The same people who put it out there will be the same ones wanting to sell you the fucking antidote. Right? They sell you the poison and they sell you the fucking well, cure, I mean, but it won't be the full cure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Create the problem. Problem, reaction, solution. solution. You got yeah. it. It's, yep. It's like, oh, uh, man. Set them up, knock them down. Set them up, knock them yeah. down. But how hardcore, and like I said, we put him over. He's a good brother. But Owens and all those guys who played woke culture yeah. during the early yeah. COVID and bit right on it. And hmm, when I see Owens on the sideline or I see Owens getting fired up, it worries me that you're going to see him one day just going right on the fucking, you know what I mean? I hope not, but yeah, I mean, mean, it's going to happen eventually, right? To somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it will, man. And the the more and more, like, we've lived 40 some odd years, never seen fucking players and newscasters, I'd be just falling out in the middle of the game like that. And then everyone's like, no, it's, it's not what you people. think it is. It's not what you right. think it is. Cause I right. can't fucking handle the fact that I'm nah, a nah, sheep nah. and a moron that yeah. fucking did again, Bruce touched and did the wrong fucking thing. Even though the whole way right. I knew they've been lying to me, but I'm still going to do it to go along and get along. And now right. here's your sweet fucking reward. They wouldn't hurt us on purpose. Yeah, We've only been yeah. talking about depopulating the earth for 40 years. Yeah, right, right, right. We wouldn't wouldn't do that. And uh, Sean DePaul, good rib again. He's in there, and uh, this channel will probably be demonetized by the end of yeah, this. Right. <laughs> uh, but y'all, uh, man, uh, I know you're gonna go uh, be the destroyer of worlds today. So right. uh, I'm excited for you to get your Oppenheimer on, so we can talk about that next Friday. Yeah, that'd be fun. we'll cover that. Uh, definitely, uh, some nuclear heat is always here, whether it's uh girls botching matches and then becoming the victim or, you know, punching up storylines and for senior money in the bank or whatever the fuck it is. That's what we do around these parts and, uh, plenty of cannabis to finish out today. Uh, anything going down this weekend for you, Striz? No, that's, I'm just still hiding out in my house from the, from the heat. Mm. It's been over a month now since we've had rain. It's had a couple of sporadic showers in Phoenix, but nothing that's hit my house yet. And yeah. uh, nothing that's hit the airport yet. So it's still a streak of over 30 days of being over 110 and higher. And uh, today will be no different. It's going to be 111 today. And uh, we're running to go meet my dad for breakfast. And then uh, we go see Oppenheimer. Luckily, both places will have lots of AC. And we'll mm. <laughs> get in the car, which will be 180 degrees when we go to sit in it. We have towels on the seats now to kind of keep it. Because if, you, if your leg touches the leather, my God, dude, you'll be burnt. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be rushing home to get back into the AC ASAP. And we'll have a pretty, probably a pretty quiet weekend here. Uh, not, not a lot going on. And, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out. So it, it'll be a nice, quiet weekend. 
Yeah, same here. It's a big uh, catch up. Yeah, I'm going to do some yoga, try and get this shoulder blade and my neck back in, uh, you know, working order. I'm I'm definitely feeling that. I got the big show coming up on August 12th at the uh, Nexus, new Nexus Center in Utica, beautiful new arena. And uh, Enzo Amore, uh, Cheeseburger, Jorah Joel, and Teddy Long, and uh, Fondango all going to be in the house. They just announced we're in a triple tag team match. Uh, so sons of Allah to defend their longest running tag team championships. If you didn't, if you didn't in a six man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Triple, triple. It's not a shitty six. So three corners. So I got to figure oh, out oh, gotcha, 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 this gotcha. is going down. You know what I mean? But, yeah. uh, well, I know there's HMG supporters coming to check it out. Frank's pickle barrel ass and others are making the trip. So I can't say thank you enough for that, but, uh, kind of just straight focusing on, I think I'm going to work about by the time Sunday comes around 115 hours this week. So, uh, biz, biz, biz all day. Briz. Yeah. But you'll be laughing your ass off in five years when you're living in the Caribbean with Josh (laughs) tucked into the sand, asking for margaritas. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you off, off air, uh, projections that somebody I've, else I've, told I've already us heard about. some predictions and uh, I'm <laughs> so well we'll see man well if we got if we got it like that then you'll you'll be right there too and your <laughs> feet up sucking down a pomegranate pile driver <laughs> that's what i'm talking about great closure on that one that's perfect circle oh, but y'all uh, man you guys know where it is channelattitude.com we're giving it away free right now at youtube and twitch just to say thank you for being uh loyal subscribers as we're crossing over i want to make sure everybody's getting a chance to see the shows and if you're not what the fuck's wrong with you you're only going to get great conversation unabashed like this because nobody uh is holding anything over our heads anymore (laughs) it's the bearded brothers from 2cw the striz and the his back in the friday locker room infidels y'all we are in control now yes 